This is episode 75 of the Ottawa Podcast. My name is Keegan On. Sitting next to me is Robitrell and Amon Bashir. Uh, and we are your hosts. We have a very, very exciting episode this week. We're going to be talking about the election. We're going to be talking about uh, some new segments. We're do- and, and also doing the segments. Yeah. We'll talk about them and then we'll execute them. We'll at least start them. Yeah, we'll start some, some <laughs> experimental segments. Um, but first, of course, we have some beer to sample. Rob, you want to tell us about the beer we have today? Yeah, and how course. we got it. Yeah, this is uh, the second beer from Bo's uh, Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest mix pack. Yes, there's no reason that. Tried to say both words at the same time. <laughs> uh, as as Amon mentioned last week, we got this mix pack from Bo's. So thank you very much to Bo's Brewery for providing that to us. And this beer is called And Boom Goes the Dynamite. Is it Ghost or Goose? It goes because Goose has two O's. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, it is spelled G-O-S-E uh, because it is a style of beer called a Goes from Germany. Oh. So uh, try it out. This is a, uh, this is one of their, they have a Wild Oats kind of themed uh, kind of selection of beer. And this is Wild Oats beer number 27. They do it like experimental thing. Uh, it has won. It won an award at some point last year for uh, good beers. What do you guys think of it? Keegan's already had most of his. I have. It's that good. Explains the intro. <laughs> it's very. Uh, it's light. It's. I think it's like four point six percent or something. And yep. That's uh, reflected in his taste. I've been drinking it very, very easily, and uh, it's not super hoppy at all. It's yeah. It's a nice light, light beer. Yeah. I. I don't. It, with with other. Really craft beer in general, but but let's say other beer within this, or comparing to last week's beer, for yeah. example, within yeah. the same pack, we tasted a bit more. That was a stronger version of Lug Trend, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Uh, you you can you can taste it a bit more with regards to like the hops, or uh, maybe maybe it wasn't the hops, maybe it was just bitter. This is just a smooth light beer. Yeah, so definitely. It's, uh, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It, not, not that I minded. No, no, no. I like them both. It has. I'm I'm reading the description. And it it mentions it's brewed with an addition of sea salt, and I can really taste that. Yeah. Like I can, it tastes like smooth, like the way salt, like what salt does to food. Like it kind of heightens the flavor, but also. Mm. I get that. Yeah. Did you say what a, a ghost beer is? It's just a it's a German a style. style of beer. Yeah. So I heard I heard a story of um, this style of beer. There was a an artist who was really famous for making this kind of beer. Yep. But he would make it in, uh, not like he had like a mobile uh, brewery or he had mobile stills that he would put into like a car, like a one of those big long um, uh, minivans. Okay. Uh, and he called it like Vince's beer for a while, but never really caught on. And then, but he really uh, hit his stride when he came up with his new name, Vincent Van Ghost. I knew it. In the middle of it, I was like, this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's your delivery, but I loved it. But you didn't know what the joke was. No, at the I knew time. that it was going as yeah. a joke, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think there are all the elements to a joke there. I don't know. If they, were, they weren't all put in the right order. Listeners, you make it work. Yeah. This, so this is a Bose beer, which means that we also have some food pairings here. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, wait. Um, it's also a spice beer, says the bottle. Yeah. Which it is. is salt to spice? Or is it specifically not a uh, spice? There's coriander seeds. Uh, and citrusy aromas. I don't know where the citrusy aromas come from, if that's another spice or if that's just citrus. All right. Keegan, what's or your coriander. guess? For- All right. So some, some pairings. I will say onion bread and um, cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Interesting combination. Okay. I'm going to say uh, some kind of corn salad. What? What? It's always there's always a meat. Why do you guys never guess meats? I I said steak last week. Yeah, I guess. And roasted chicken. (laughs) I feel like you're just hedging your bets now. Uh, So the food pairings they suggest are Moroccan braised chicken legs. That was basically right. That was my second choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cinnamon scented lamb bolognese sauce. My other guess, yeah. And uh, young triple creme cheeses. Oh. So the creamier cheeses, I guess. The mm. triple creamier. Does it help that I was thinking of creamed corn? No. It doesn't. 
in a salad? I was thinking cheese and onion bread, to be fair. I just didn't say. Okay, okay. Because you can't buy onion bread by itself. No. I'm really bad at pairings, is what I've learned. All right, well, uh, thanks again to Bose for for, uh, setting the beer. We'll be enjoying that uh, immediately. Yeah. Okay. We had a, a very busy week in Ottawa and Canada in general. We had our national election. Results are in. By the time you're hearing this, most likely. They're no, in now. They're, not, no. they're also in now. By the time of this recording, yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about not only the election results, but maybe how how the um, the, the election wrapped up the, the last weekend going in and Monday itself? Uh, go ahead, Amon. Yeah, I think I think it was exactly as, as I expected it. And, and I think a lot of people expected it. Like going into the last week... Uh, it, if I can invent a word, I'm going to say attacky. <laughs> it was, uh, it was very attacky. Uh, uh aggressive. I think a, they say no attacky is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, aggressive ads are one thing in terms of repeated things, but it was, it was mm. primarily how do I take down this other thing? And, and like, in terms of like, even like daily ads and, and the conservatives as, as you know, the, obviously the party who stands to lose the most. Yep. Uh, being power, uh, they were uh, uh, they had their commercials saying you know they they say the little things and why they're better than the other parties and then uh, at the end of their ads on the radio at the very least was like and I'll talk to you again tomorrow and so it was it was Ooh. it was a daily thing and then if I'm not mistaken uh, several newspapers potentially one in Ottawa as well the front page was taken out by all uh, the post media newspapers every single post media owned which newspaper. is lot lots yeah. of them exactly yeah. and and. Taken out by the conservatives, is that right? No, they the post media is a right wing group. They oh, they sorry. did it. Yeah, because for me, I was like, I didn't see, I didn't see a logo or anything. It, it might have been endorsed by them, but oh yeah, yeah, well, they, yeah it, but they like it came across it. as if it was like almost like an elections Canada type thing. It obviously it was did. not. It was but it styled came like an elections Canada. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting. But uh, yeah, so that was interesting leading up to it, and, and obviously, you know, the, the, the result was uh, a liberal majority. But yeah. um, I, re- I read something funny online about some, someone said about those ads that as the conservatives were running that ad campaign, which is an entire front page of a newspaper, that must have been quite a quite a feat. They were also re- talking about how the liberals are going to take a huge chunk out of your your paycheck. You know, they're they're while at the same time they're spending. Goodness knows how much money well, these ads. The question is, I don't think that's taxpayers' money anyway, right? I don't think it would be like like no. your conservatives. Well, every party is given a certain amount of money for the elections. So yes, mm-hmm. that's what they're using. They're not necess- they're using money that's already earmarked for the election. It's not like it's not it's money that has already been given. But it probably is taxpayers. I think some. I, I, I assumed a lot of it was sort of party. Uh, uh, oh, maybe like, yeah. Like I think there are also funds. corporate donations as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A combo to a point, but anyway, even still, yeah, I, just I, the I, idea of yeah spending. Well, that was an interesting thing near the end of the election as well. It was, uh, you know, this is what it's going to you know, voting for the liberals. This is what it's going to cost you as a family, and mm-hmm. here are all these statistics or here are all these numbers. And it was interesting because it was like, well, you know, it was a lot of assumptions are made, and 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 what I liked is that you know the liberals responded with very similar things to be like, okay, well, let's actually compare it. Let's have like an even even yeah. even ground. And I think what happened in the end was. I, well, two things. One, I think a lot of people voted strategically to to remove the conservatives from power. Yeah. But I think near the end, at least from what I was reading and even like in my immediate uh, social circles or on my social networks, uh, I noticed that people were actually looking, you know, pro-liberal or pro-NDP or pro-whoever rather than just anti-conservative. Because that's always a scary thing to just vote for somebody. Right. Just because you want somebody out, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but all that to say that the only last thing I want to say uh, uh, with regards to the election as a whole, I was surprised. I was a bit surprised at the majority period, but I was surprised at how quickly uh, the writings just sort of stacked up, and it was like, oh yeah, we got a we got a majority. I, I thought it would right. maybe be tight right till the end. It was, it was yeah. less contested than yes, that's what I'm looking for. Than the polls exactly. looked. But, Anyway, that's that's my two cents. Yeah. So the the polls themselves, I was reading an article that came out this morning about the I think it was the Nanos poll, which is regarded as I guess one of the more accurate ones as compared to the actual results. And apparently they were very close within uh, for popular vote. They were all within like one point five percent 
Wow. And the margin of error was something like three and a half. So they were, they were bang on, but I, I found it interesting. And I was having this conversation with some friends that it seems odd to me that they predicted the percentage of the popular vote throughout Canada. Right. But they apparently put no effort into trying to figure out individual ridings. Otherwise they would have seen, presumably they would have seen predicted this liberal majority, whereas it kind of came out of nowhere. Everyone was not, not super surprised, like very excited, but not super surprised that it happened, but nobody predicted a liberal majority. Lots right. of people were predicting liberal minority. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe not even that strong a yeah. minority. That mm-hmm. Makes sense. But uh, yeah, it worked out. It worked out pretty well. I think yeah. it was interesting to see strategic voting actually in action to such a strong extent. Yeah. And everyone has been saying that that's the bad thing about uh, first past the post voting, which is that it leads to strategic voting as, as a necessity. Right. And one of the first things that uh, that Trudeau and the Liberal Party were talking about is how they're going to reform within the next eighteen months. They're going to reform mm-hmm. uh, the voting system, looking at different alternatives. Actually, one of the one of the alternatives uh, was suggested by the Bloc Québécois, and they're looking at that. So it's like they're considering all options. They're Do not, you happen to know what that alternative was? It was a mix of single transferable vote and mixed member proportional. Yeah, which is, which are the two sort of mm-hmm. more well-regarded yeah. ones, but I don't know. I don't know the exact details. And also, and, and Quebec becoming a sovereign state. Yeah. Oh, because they're gonna slip that in. At the end of that, <laughs> that bill. They put that in every bill. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> one day it'll oh, get through. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, that's funny. Listener, I know that we have a lot of elections to talk about, but I also know some of our listeners are not interested in politics at all. Yeah. So we'll come. But we'll circle back to politics. Maybe we'll cut to a segment. We'll have a little smash cut. To a segment. Smash cut. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing in I went to film school. All right. This is not a film. (laughs) Some would say I went to film school. (laughs) Some (laughs) other people would say I took some film classes at Carleton. Okay. (laughs) Where you watched films. Yeah. Yeah. Primarily. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Smash cut. Or maybe jump cut. I think I mean jump cut. You're spending too much time on that. Uh, Film schoolers like me tweet me and let me know. You know what? I think uh, a lot of people like hearing about film stuff, but many many, many people don't. So maybe we could just jump right to a segment. (laughs) That's a good idea, Rob. So why don't we do uh, Classic Ottawa, which is our new segment. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, so it's uh, news uh, from around the city. Some of which is still uh, based on politics. Oh, God. Can't get get (laughs) away from it. But... Uh, first of all, we're talking about scabies. So, <laughs> is that how you say that? Yep. Hmm. Uh, an outbreak of scabies has been reported in a long-term care home in Hawkesbury. Uh, the condition can result in a more severe form of the disease called crusted scabies in what scientists are calling the grossest sounded disease in the world. <laughs> <laughs> scabies. You know scabies. How, what that is? How would Keegan pronounce Scabies. I was gonna say scabies. I figured you'd say scabies. Mm. A lot of people what do you mean you figure? You seem like a scabby. You seem person. like a scabby. What do you mean you people? That's not what I said. Oh, I think if listeners rewind, you will hear. I think one hundred percent of the time so, when you said rewind and then this, you know, you said this, you've been wrong. I really lean on people not either not knowing how to rewind or yeah. not caring enough it's, to rewind. It's super easy when when it's a recording. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you're on your, the bus, so you're listening to this at work. You don't want to like find yes. the rewind button. I, got, I can't talk to this guy. Anymore. I got a lot. Before we move on to the next uh, piece, <laughs> yeah. I have a live update about scabies. Oh. We talked about this. I, don't, I forget if we've mentioned this on the podcast, but another, the common name of scabies, which is, a, which is a mite that causes a yes. rash, uh, is the seven-year itch, which oh. is another affliction that Keegan has been worrying about. Oh, yeah. He's been married for a while. Been married for three. <laughs> three of seven, as I call it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In other news, <laughs> <laughs> people in Ottawa's indigenous community are seeking to reclaim Thanksgiving Day to honor cultures that existed prior to the, uh, to the arrival of Christopher Columbus. In response, local white people argued, you can't just go on taking what wasn't yours to begin with. <laughs> uh, Ottawa Little Theatre held a wardrobe sale last weekend to raise money for planned renovations. Glynis Ellens, head of wardrobe, props, and makeup at the theater, had the brilliant idea to sell the out-of-style clothing, allowing a whole new generation of children to grow up with no friends. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe they'll be super in style. You know, like a petticoat or Vintage stuff? Yeah, yeah, like a... a, You know those guys wear, like, the newspaper boy hats? I guess that kind of came back. What is that called? Courier hat? Uh, Courier bag? 
But I probably not Courier Bay. Well, so I don't spend any more time on it. <laughs> and then Penny is in there or something. Yeah, Penny. Penny, Penny hat. hat. Penny top. Ottawa voter turnout on Monday was 78%. 10% higher than a national average. Experts attribute the, the strong showing to the proximity of citizens to the federal government, the youth vote, and the fact that there were only two hockey games on that night. Uh, <laughs> Canadians. I was Classic reading, Canada. I was reading that um, we also set, or that was the highest voter turnout nationally since, since 1993. 93? Yeah. 93 or 97? Well, we're both saying 93. I read 97 90, to 93 was the higher 97. one. 97. Is that right? 93 was the last high tide. And oh, since then it's, I'm going to look that up This later. is the closest since 1993. I'm going to look that up later. 93. Both statements could be right, but I'm right. go on. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> the, all you had to say? Yeah, it's 93. <laughs> the Liberals won seven of the eight seats in Ottawa this week, ousting conservative and NDP opponents. Ottawans likely haven't seen this much red since the announcement of the Victims of Communism Memorial. <laughs> yeah, I got it in. <laughs> I actually read uh, today that, well, I think there's probably people making jokes, but saying that the, uh, the monument might be scrapped altogether because it was a conservative thing. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Especially with the amount of money that was poured into it. But, but I mean, at this point, come on. <laughs> right. I think the amount of money will, will make it so they can't That's what I'm afraid of. It, you know, yeah. I think maybe uh, people online are saying maybe they'll move it to a different location. That might be the most... Viable because right now that's what it's, everybody was asking for before. That's yeah, all yeah. where it is, it's just like very, very valuable yeah. downtown land. Exactly. But that being said, I mean, we're talking about the victims of communism memorial. Uh, the victims of the victims of communism memorial is fine. That's that yes. is obviously going along. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> and finally, an Ottawa man voted on Monday wearing a pumpkin on his head in protest of the government attempting to make it illegal for people to cover their faces during citizenship ceremonies. While the man would not say who he's voting for, my guess is the Green Party. It's <laughs> just, just a fun jab at the Green Party. <laughs> just because they still got their seat. So They did? They Well, they had two last election. They had right? I thought one. they only had one. Yeah, oh, they, really? Just Liz May, yeah. Yeah. But uh, speaking of fringe parties, do you guys see any... Are you... You're in Ottawa Center, Amos, yes. with me. Rob, you are... I'm in Ottawa, Vanier. Did you have any fringe parties? In your, or what are some kooky uh, parties the, you saw? The only one I had... I had Libertarian, which isn't that kooky, but it's crazy, pretty, pretty fringe party yeah. uh, in Canada. And I had a Marxist-Leninist oh, person. Right. right, I think we had that too. Mm-hmm. And we had, we had rhino, rhinoceros? Rhinoceros. Rhinoceros, I can't yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah, we had that. You know what struck me is the radical, the radical marijuana party. That was like at the very top of my ballot. You know, I didn't oh. even... I didn't even see it. Maybe I was just so focused on who I was going to vote for. That yeah. I was like, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But it's just, I don't, I don't, obviously I don't know anything about the party, but it seems be like kind of a crazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really how radical could you possibly be? Like their, their whole platform was smoke weed every day. Every man, woman, child. <laughs> 420 every day. Yeah. Miley Cyrus uh, yeah. is their mascot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, that's the news. Thank you. Thank you very much, Amon. I was trying to transition back into election talk. Uh, and, and then Amon <laughs> no, the news. We, <laughs> we, we're moving away. We're moving away. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we haven't had a recap in a while. No. We, we did one in December, what, December I think, of yeah. last year. So that's some time ago. We hit a milestone. Um, we hit a milestone. 75 episodes. 75. Was the first one a milestone? I don't remember. Was the first? No, it was 32, 33. 32. It was just the end of the year. Yeah. Um, just some arbitrary number okay. instead of 75. What, exactly. Yeah, I guess so. What do you guys think <laughs> of, uh, you know, I mean, we, we, we've interviewed a lot of different people and I think the, the podcast itself has grown a lot. I'm always interested in hearing, you know, how people would like to see this sort of evolve, uh, if at all. Really to get um, any feedback in any kind of in written, form in written form. Ever. We get a lot yeah, of we do. People talk about yeah, it. People yeah. yell on the street at me. Yeah. And at this condo. They know where we live now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, you know, even like, you know, having somebody like Mark Holst, UFC oh, yeah. fighter or former UFC fighter, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and coming up, uh, everything works well. You know, we, whoa, whoa. Should we, should we, we it? should not, we no, should no, say no. coming we up in a couple coming weeks. Up, surprise. Wow. Guest. We have, we got an we ace in the hole coming yeah. up. That's, 
Sounds as great as it sounds. Yeah, as that it sounds. does sound as great it sounds, as it sounds. <laughs> better than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, can I just say, whenever anyone asks me, which is not very often, but whenever anyone asks me what who my favorite guest has been, it is all my response is always the last guest we've had, mainly because I just have a very short memory. Leslie. Uh, so right now it's Leslie for me. It was super fun. Yeah. We hung out, joked around, had some laughs. Best episode. That that's really hard because they're all so different, and so like sometimes we do we interview a lot of actors or improv uh, comedians or just comedians in general, musicians sometimes yeah. when they come. <laughs> <It's> true. <Yeah. laughs> We've had a couple of, like software developers or people in the kind of tech space. Yeah, all all interesting conversations. One of the more interesting conversations that come to mind was. And I can't even remember who was saying it, but it was it was whoever was buying a house in Centertown. That's Tavis. Yeah. Tavis. The comedian. Yeah, the comedian. And then he was talking about doing a tour and he went on a second floor of this house that he was supposed to buy, I guess. Not even rent, but right. buy. And all like the rooms on a second floor were like different levels. Like nothing was just <laughs> Yeah, that, that seems insane. But uh anyway, yeah, just I I'm looking at the archives now here to actually pull some that helps, some yeah. real names cheating. out. Uh, it is cheating, but <laughs> I, I Justin von Leipen, yes, von Lewin, how, however Lewin. we ended up pronouncing it. Uh, he said Lewin, but, but officially is Leipen. Yeah. yeah, that was a really fun one. Yep, photographer, and uh, he's been doing a bunch of stuff around Ottawa recently. Absolutely, yeah, that's cool. Uh, we had Brad can, Campo. We did. Yeah, actually, we've uh, we've seen a lot of uh, Brad uh, Brad Campo over the uh, over the past few months, or at least I have over mm-hmm. different events, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully we will see more of him on the podcast in some form. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe. that's it. <laughs> anyway, um, one one thing that uh, that I've liked doing as part of the podcast is that we get to know uh, a lot more about you know, I guess low key events. You know, obviously like the. The large scale events are advertised everywhere, but something, something that like you might not go to all the time. Like I used to go to Grimprov quite often, so I obviously knew you know Drew uh, McFadden and right. through that Grimprov but, is a Grimprov is the improv troupe. Uh, but uh, Colin Giles, our our long long time contributor, mm-hmm. Keegan and I went to uh, to his show with Elgin Street Improv uh, right. this past Sunday. And, hilarious, yeah, hilarious. Live on Elgin is a, a great mm-hmm. venue. And then it was kind of cool seeing short, you know, their short games as well the, the, as as sort of long form improv as well. And it was, it's kind of neat going to some of these things to say, you know, I mean, you've come on our show, we've heard about what you do, and then going out and being like, okay, now we're just kind of just seeing what you do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, kind of cool for someone like me who is is not very very well versed in improv or anything like that. It's crazy to me that there are multiple improv groups in ottawa that kind of like run in different circles and they share actors sometimes yeah but uh it's neat you would think with something so specific i just assumed that grimprov was the only were the only people doing it right uh but there's a bunch of them apparently yeah Yeah. and and even colin himself for a period of time he was doing two he was with uh experimental farm as well as uh (laughs) Should have known. Yep, with uh, <laughs> uh, with, with Elegant Street, and while we were at Elegant Street, they had somebody from Grimprov uh, performing exactly, yeah. as there well, which is cool. But uh, we anyway. had the Mayfair, which was a really cool episode. Mayfair was a very interesting yeah. episode, just because you know we have one of the owners, right? And, yeah. and it's yeah. just kind of cool to be like, what what was going through everybody's mind when like Cineplex was about to, or back then it was supposed to be Empire, but the, the big theater was supposed to open almost across the street at yeah. Lansdowne. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Really awesome. Yeah. Uh, what the, we are doing a, a bit of a condensed podcast today, so we're going to truck along. We know we don't have a, a super interesting guest, so we're going to try to keep things moving, keep uh, maybe have some be a bit more experimental, and and try out some new things. I have a new segment I want to try on you guys. I'm so excited. You guys interested? This? <laughs> I'm kind of interested. We'll see. All right. So this segment, and we're going to need. I know for a fact that we are going to need a lot of listener support if this is to continue, because I'm pretty sure Amon is a hard no, yeah, and Rob is tentative. I'm intrigued. All right, intrigued. So if you like this next segment, I need you to um, personally call Amon 
uh, at his work, and we'll we'll put the number in the link. Look him up, yeah. <laughs> this segment is called Ottawa or Oshawa. I hate it already. And then, and then Rob put like a little the theme song here. Yeah, okay. Be like, beep, beep, beep. This is Ottawa or Oshawa. I have a bunch of facts in front of me. Our guests, today being Amon and Rob, I guess, uh, have to guess if the fact is a fact about Ottawa or a fact about Oshawa, which is, uh, what, like an hour south of Toronto, north of Toronto? Near Toronto. It's Toronto-ish. It's, it's just on the way Probably GTA. Yeah. East. <laughs> All right. It's east. Here's the first statement. Uh, in 2010, our airport was voted the world's most female pilot friendly. Ottawa. All right. I'm why? also going to say Ottawa. All right. And why? You have to justify your answers. Because I don't believe Oshawa has a real airport. Ooh. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that logic. Come on. Making the. Uh, get, getting this. An analogy I could use there. Getting his I'm feet not dirty. Help you. Yeah. Getting his feet dirty. As they say. <laughs> Starting some bad blood with Oshawa already. I'm sorry, it was Oshawa. Really? Yes. Wow. 2010, the most female pilot-friendly airport. How does one get that? Like, how does one become more female-friendly for pilots? I don't know. It's the article is very unclear as to what that is. These are it doesn't seem like there's a lot of differences between male and female pilots that would no. like it, <laughs> the number there, of washrooms. There's specific washrooms for pilots, and they have more female. That might be it. Yeah. All right. Next. Next question. The roots of this city are tied to the automobile industry. Oshawa. Rob, what do you say? I mean, I gotta go with Oshawa. Because I, I don't think Ottawa is known for that. No. Alright. Amon, what's your your reasoning behind this? We were more of a paper town or a logging mm-hmm. town. Mm. Oh. Pulp? Paper Town's a, a really good book. Thanks. Well, Amon, you're correct, and Rob, I guess, as well. Uh, <laughs> it is the uh Founded in 1876 was the General Motors Company mm-hmm. in, in Oshawa. Cool. So there you go. I'm guessing the next one first. All right. All right do your thing. Multiple films have been uh, shot here in some capacity, <laughs> including Studio 54, Billy Madison, Chicago, and even X-Men. And I guess Ottawa. Yeah. The answer is Oshawa. What? Filmed at their Parkwood Estate, a National Historic Site of Canada. Oh, man. I think they use that as the Professor X's uh, university for smart guys. Oh, yeah. That's what it's called. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think cool. that's that's uh, the building. Okay. I should have let you guess. Well. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. And final question. Finally. Uh, this one is a tricky one. <laughs> At one time, we boasted having the longest outdoor ice skating rink in the world. Is that Ottawa or Oshawa? It's pretty obvious that's, that's Ottawa. Is it too obvious, though? Oh, you know Think what? about it. No, I'm going to go with At Ottawa. At one time. Ottawa. Yeah, I mean, either it's true for both or it's true for Ottawa. The correct answer is Ottawa. Way to go, both of you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Manitoba has one, like, near Winnipeg, or is it uh, the Red River? There's a section of it. Oh, Something I like don't that? know. I didn't do any research. Oh. Okay. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, those These were, facts are all made up. <laughs> those, those are all real facts. Uh, that was Ottawa or Oshawa. If you would like to hear more of that, uh, tweet why, us, send why, us a message. Why are you yelling? Yeah, you are oh, yelling. I'm, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, like, make it sound like this is exciting. <laughs> you have to try extra hard. Yeah. Uh, but maybe maybe don't actually because that that like two minute segment took me maybe half an hour to put together. So maybe we won't do that because it's kind I mean, of a pain for me. You're bad at researching. Yeah, I just, you, have, you have to find the right ones. I want to find one X Men related in Oshawa. It's hard to do. We could do different cities that also rhyme with or sound like Ottawa, mm-hmm. such as Mattawa. There you go. There's an Ottawa, I think, in Kansas. Kansas? Oh yeah, Illinois Illinois or something something like that. Okay, yeah, in Kansas City, I guess it's a suburb of Kansas City. Yeah. What? Kansas City is a city. A suburb of Kansas City. Oh, that's weird. 
Anyways, the segment is over. Uh, I wanted to briefly touch on Ottawa News, which is uh, yeah. our news pieces that we've launched. It was almost a month ago now, I think, if yeah. not if not a full month ago. Uh, I wanted to say, I wanted to get, first of all, Keegan has written most of the pieces that yeah, I've published so far. I wanted to shame Amon for not having done any so far. First of all, I helped you with your title, so... Oh, dang. I mean, you gave me... Actually, not even just your title, but, like... Mm. The bulk, the bulk mm. of the, the article. I'm just saying, Amon is not helping your cause here. The rumor around the Ottawa offices is that Amon is illiterate. Mm-hmm. And we, so far, have not seen anything to disprove that. It's funny that the Ottawa offices... I mean, I own it. It's my home. Which it makes it all the more convincing. Yeah. Why else would that statement come it's, out of it's your, like, the offices? It's like I'm spreading a rumor myself. Yeah. <laughs> you could be using text-to-speech for everything you write out. I don't believe in that. You could, though. No, I mean, no. you're, does the Galaxy S2X, does that support uh, voice-to-text? Speech-to-text? Don't be phonist. I'm sorry, Rob, did you have a question in there? <laughs> no, I guess well, I wanted to just go over <laughs> I wanted to shame him on, first of all. I got a question of, for me, and I was sitting on my edge of my seat. I got that out of my system. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, what, what do you think of the, the writing it so far? I think it's really fun. Yeah, I'm having a great time writing it. I know it kind of came out of doing these writing headlines for these news pieces that we do on the podcast. Oh. And uh, a kid occasionally maybe actually a lot of the time i had stuff that for whatever reason we couldn't say on air or maybe it was just too abstract or mm-hmm. too uh, out there the other thing is that it's it's not easy to write for classic ottawa because having everything in two lines yeah can be really tough right yeah, yeah. it's like twitter for your mouth yeah that's exactly what it's like <laughs> and uh <laughs> Uh, so it's it's nice having an, another outlet to maybe expand on some some humorous ideas. I have a, oh a, a funny story that I'm I'm now told you guys at least once a week, but I'll tell our listeners. I the news pieces we write are satirical news pieces, but uh, some someone from my gym, I overheard him talking about one of our articles that he must have saw me me uh, share, but he was talking about it like it was a real article and that's, telling a bunch of people i didn't know about it that's the best possible that's when you know just spreading misinformation that's kind of weighing on my soul now that's uh, all right but, yeah uh, i think it's fine. funny is that a, uh, a sign of good satire or is that a sign of sloppy satire where we're not clear enough that it's satire uh, i think it's good satire right mm-hmm. because you get yeah, the same thing so. like when the onion first became big it was hilarious to see how many people were referencing it being like, can they, you believe this is happening? They still do that. That's still yeah, a thing. That's true. I guess. Yeah, I just, I okay. Know. Well, good. So, yeah, it's good. But uh, if anyone has a problem with Ottawa news, tweet us and at least we know people are reading them. Oh, people yeah, are reading sure. them, right? Wait, people you, are reading them. Mm-hmm. Especially when, uh, when listeners of the show share the articles. That's when they get read the most. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening, share it up. If you want to write for Ottawa news, we haven't really opened up an application process per but, se. But send, send us an email. Send us an email. Yeah, it's very, you know, I, I think that people have this idea that anything that is somewhat established, you're going to have to be involved in something. You're going to have to go jump through hoops or go to an interview or something. Mm-hmm. We literally or, have one hoop. Yeah, we are. And it's huge, so you can like pretty easily yeah, jump yeah. through. <laughs> we are very, very <laughs> low-key people. And if you are interested in doing anything with the podcast, yeah. that is... Uh, not something horrific. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, yeah, shoot us an email. Or... What is our email address? Our email is mail at ottawatpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter or on Facebook. You, you don't know on Instagram. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't I want to thank Robin Amon for playing our <laughs> game not, today. We're not finishing it. Bose. <laughs> we still have one more segment that we wanted to do that Keegan just, again wanted to demo. Just, just quickly about yeah. Ottawa News. What's kind of cool is that we've come full circle. So prior, oh, and we've talked about this before on, on, on really our, our, I guess, reflective or introspective uh, episodes that we've had. The way we started the podcast is that we had started a sort of a writing group, uh, whether to write skits or just to, to just, I don't know, Get share together jokes write, or, yeah. or, or, or do whatever. But, uh, and, and in the end, you know, the three of us sort of branched off and, and we did this. But with Ottawa News, it's kind of cool because we've come back and we've sort of reestablished the writing room. But there's 
there was a bit more of an end goal behind it because yeah. it's it's something supporting this podcast. So it's kind of cool. So in terms of anybody who might be interested, I mean, it's it's kind of cool to just sit around, just share ideas, and yeah. uh, and, and see where we can take it. So yeah, always open and uh, yeah. So email us like a like Keegan said, mail at ottawapodcast.com. Exactly. All right, we're going to our new experimental segment. Yeah. Yep. Again, okay. listeners, I really need your help on this one because I, I don't know if we've talked about it, but I can see how this could be uh, construed as being a piece of garbage. But <laughs> the new segment... Way to sell it. <laughs> the, the new segment... I think it's got legs. The new segment is called... Is that a street? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. That'll be the sound bite. Uh, this is a segment where I have thoroughly researched a whole bunch of streets. Uh, and uh, our guests have to tell me if that is actually a street in Ottawa or if I made it up. Okay. Why do you sound... You're like sounding malicious. <laughs> because there's I some... Tri- made it up. There's some tricksters in here. Our first street... Fairwing Street. Fairwing? Fairwing. Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, my grandmother lives at 722 Fairwing Street. Oh, God. <laughs> it sounds real. He, he went I'm, right I'm gonna to grandma. Fake. I'm going to say fake. I'm going to say real. Oh, finally. Rob. Doing it on his own. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to disagree with him. The answer <laughs> is fake. There is no Fairwing Street in Ottawa. But yeah. I did pick it because it sounds kind of like a real name. It sounds right. super real. Do you, right. do you know that these are fake or did you make them up? I know. I, I oh, fact-checked checked? them. Okay. I, I fact-checked them and then one of our interns fact-checked it as well. Okay. okay. Meaning he, he showed me how to use Google Maps. <laughs> our, our next street, Cork Street. Is Cork Street a street in I'm, Ottawa? I'm saying fake. I'm saying real because I'm pretty sure I've heard of it before all right the answer it is real yes. cork street ontario i can even look up where it is wait what definitely look up where it is it is real oh it's near here it's uh near vincent massey school oh no sorry it's it's near salem wrong okay <laughs> i'm pretty sure i live right near it oh yeah it's kind of orleans yep i don't live in orleans <laughs> but i'm keep even closer oh, man, yeah, keep yeah. it going doesn't matter all keep right uh, how about this one corkstown is Corkstown a real street in Ottawa or not? It's like this. There's a Corkstown footbridge. Yeah. Is it a street though? I'm gonna say it's not a street. Is I'm there a Corkstown like Street Avenue Road? Obviously, yeah. any of those things. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm still saying no. I'm sticking with it. The answer. Corkstown Road is a road in uh, in the Crystal Beach area. Yeah. Does it count as Ottawa? Yes, of course. Ottawa. Everything counts as Ottawa. Yes. Started counting Montreal as Ottawa now. Oh, God. I, I just made a lot of Montrealers very angry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. And finally. Very slow paced game. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was checking my Instagram. And finally, we have <laughs> uh, Donald Street. Is Donald Street yes. real or fake? Yes. I was there yesterday, it's, two days ago. It's real, yeah. The answer is fake. I'm sorry. There's no Donald Street Donald in Ottawa. Nope. No Donald anything. Definitely, I was Donald there. Street, yeah. Nope. According to Google Maps, it says nothing. I'm sorry, but that is the game. Excellent. I think that Rob won. I'm, I'm, I'm going to veto this game in the future because I think you're wrong. That is great. I'm going to veto this game because he doesn't believe what is about to be evidence. Yeah. I just Googled Donald Street and it shows up. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Not on the official uh, scorekeeping phone here. Okay, that's fair. I guess <laughs> I, I just think it'd be funny if I just made, <laughs> if I just arbitrarily said if stuff was fake or not. Sailor Rob Boulevard. <laughs> so you don't even know if Fairwing Street is. Oh no, sorry. That the last one I just made up for fun. <laughs> you made it up and it happened to be I a real made, street. No, I made it up to be fake. Okay, I made up that it was fake. Fair but enough. you know, think of that. Maybe not with these guys, but an unsuspecting guest that might be fun. I can see it. <laughs> or or it might be horrible for us. <laughs> And people will never yeah, come back. Yeah, I think back. it really depends on the guest. But I mean, it would be interesting to listen to for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I was interested. Watch uh, some musician melt down on us for embarrassing her or something <laughs> on live air. We're some, any guest. We're not live, some, but. Do you, we're kind of live. 
Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a bad episode. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll cut that out. Oh, yeah, I gotta cut that. I gotta cut this out. Uh, oh, we have. Oh, shoot, we have one more segment. Actually. That's the one I was trying to oh, get I'm you so, to do. Well, that's really you. what I thought you were doing as well. All right, well, All right, we're let's... moving into our final segment, which, to be fair, is probably going to be the one that will likely stick around. We are calling t- tentatively calling it Reddit Rabble. For those of you who don't know, Reddit is kind of an online forum where people can choose their various interests. Uh, there's very active Ottawa subreddit that we, we get a lot of our news and events from. Um, rabble is a word. Meaning <laughs> you don't have to. You don't, <laughs> some people might not, you're over explaining like this. Yeah. Uh, so Reddit rabble, we're going to take some, some uh, interesting discussion topics. That's what I like about Reddit is you can link to news and interesting articles, but you can also just start discussion topics it kind of gives you a, a feel on the pulse of the city, mm-hmm. I think, anyways. For example, um, Potato Tomatoes, a user on the Ottawa subreddit. Oh. They, <laughs> I think it might be fun to say their, their names. Fun. No, it's fun to say their names, yeah. but to lead with it and then say nothing else <laughs> is weird. Dead air. <laughs> uh, he or she posted about seeing an OC transport bus on Metcalf and Albert uh, jump the curb and... Uh, hit a lady from behind and knock her over. Wow. And that sounds terrible. Yeah, and he said she got up and yelled at the bus driver. The bus driver sarcastically yelled something at her and they walked away. What would you guys do if you were in a similar situation where you were hit by a bus on the sidewalk, but you weren't really injured or anything? You just got back up. What would you do? I, I In every instance of imagining a situation, I get injured. Hmm. It's a miracle that you didn't. Right. For me. But, uh, it doesn't have to be a fast moving bus. I think it yes. maybe just kind of maybe hit her in the back of the knees like or something. Bumps you and bumped her and she wasn't expecting it, so oh, she fell over. Okay. But please stretch I, your imagination, Amon, and imagine a scenario where you're not injured. Where I'm not injured after getting hit by a bus? Because <laughs> like for me, I'm like automatically I feel like there's like a lawsuit there. Mm-hmm. But, but in that moment, would you have the clarity of mind to you you don't need them. to decide in a moment. No, but to I mean, throw a lawyer at them <laughs> <laughs> to take the bus number or to take a picture. I feel I'd be very flustered. I don't know if I would react quickly enough to be effective. Yeah, would you would I, your I, immediate I, thought be lawsuit? No, well, my immediate thought would probably be take a picture of the license plate. Okay, because mm-hmm. yeah. you could probably just be like, you can call the transport and say at this time at this spot this right. happened, and yeah. they would know what who the driver was and what bus it was, mm-hmm. unless it was rush hour and they were like. 595's all lined up. Yeah, we're talking about Albert, right? Transitway, yeah. so could have been anybody. Depends what the mm-hmm. bus is, I guess. Oh. I don't think I'd be angry. I'd be really? pretty angry. Are you kidding me? If a bus There's, comes up and gently bumps you from behind? If I'm on the sidewalk? But, it, like, it didn't It didn't drive off and hit you. It, like, bumped up the curb. It was a mistake. And then, oh. like, bumped you. Still. Still. What if a person did the same thing? Like, I wouldn't be upset. I would just be like, oh, that was an accident, obviously. If they turned around, if the driver was like, you turned around after getting bumped, and they're like trying to drive over you. But the the idea here is that this this bus driver didn't really sound all that apologetic, right? Yeah, so, but it sounds like it was in response to this woman getting really angry. I think she had every right to be angry. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying <laughs> I wouldn't be. I I think maybe how do you rea- react differently? Maybe it'd be like, okay, you know, maybe like, it sucks, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah I think I would be embarrassed and try to get away from there. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know. What that's, it is. That's such I a think real I would thing. just like something before. about me being knocked over. I wouldn't. I'd be flustered and wouldn't want to deal with it. So I would just kind of scuttle away. Yeah. And then later fume about it and be like, oh, I should have done something. I feel like that's a lot of. I'm not very good at reacting. Yeah, that's fair. Interesting. Well, three different reactions. Yeah. Right? Wow. Let's make a good segment. <laughs> Vincent Rabino on the Ottawa subreddit uh, is looking to start a surf rock band. Surf rock band, yeah, and is it looking for people to uh, to go in on it with them? Is that a style of rock, or is that while surfing? That was my, I think it's a combination. That's my main question: is what is surf rock? Is that like the like, Beach Boys? Yeah, Beach Boys. I guess that's, that's what I'm guessing. Interesting. And do you think there is a market for that surf rock? There's a market for anything, to be honest. But uh... <laughs> okay, well, sorry. Is there a, a <laughs> popular market for it for it to be successful? I'm gonna say no. I, maybe that's just because I don't like it, but I don't know. For me, I'm like, I, it depends on what they're doing. Like, if, I, I don't see surf them, rock. I don't. I don't, that's well, what they're doing. I, I don't see them doing like maybe live shows at Heart and Crown on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. But 
If you're just sitting there chilling, you both you all enjoy that music yeah. and you're recording it, somebody out there might listen to it. Right. On one hand, it does seem too specific to be to maybe get shows. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, the few people that you do maybe uh, connect with, there's something about being a part of a niche interest that I'm sure if you're into surf rock, you're really into surf rock, you know, so... Maybe he'll form a really awesome band with a few people who are also really into surf rock. There you go. Ah, yeah, I guess. Iron sharpens iron, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, in Reddit Rabble, we have um, Homebody. Both O's spelled with zeros. Not important. But it's, oh, I guess. it's a little weird. In flavor for flavor. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Homebody is looking for Ottawa volunteer with animal opportunities. Um, obviously, there's a humane society, but I guess he or she is looking to reach out to different kinds. Have you guys heard of any places where you can volunteer with animals? No. But I'm, I'm on like horrified. I don't know what his face is. <laughs> I'm on is dead inside. <laughs> oh yeah, Amon doesn't like animals. We talked about. Uh, yeah, so Amon, Amon's ideal volunteer opportunity would be a, a place where they put them down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the Humane Society. You still it? have to deal with animals, but doesn't want the I don't know. I don't know what to say to this one. I'm not sure. I know there's that cat cafe in Chelsea, but that's not really volunteering with animals. That's just no. hanging out with animals. I guess you could be a dog walker for free. Yeah, little rays maybe, like one, maybe a zoo where you could you could look into opportunities at like a zoo, a petting zoo. Because I don't mm-hmm. think there's an actual zoo in Ottawa. There's Papanak Zoo, which is oh, yeah. on the outskirts. That's right. And there, there is a petting zoo in the West End as well. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe something like that. I like I like this because this is kind of like an unsolicited uh, help column a where people bit, post like, their questions to a dip, uh, website and we just <laughs> answer them without. <laughs> You're going to have to make a post on Reddit and tag those people and be like, we answered your questions in this episode. I don't think they're going to want to hear these answers. I maybe maybe the first that, question, that's it. That might be fun. Right. This is a cheap way to get an yeah. extra listener. I guess. <laughs> Three extra listeners. But uh, at the very least, it, it instigates some interesting discussion. Maybe not that last one so much. <laughs> the last one was terrible. It was so bad. But it, I can see how this could potentially stimulate I, discussion. No, but I think the only reason the third one was so bad is because there's the obvious example of the Humane Society. Yeah. Like, go... If, if that doesn't work out for some reason, then maybe look for alternatives, but go to that first one. Rock and Rescue. Damn. We had them on the podcast. I'm sure... That's true. They could use a hand. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of shelters, I'm sure. Yeah. Do you guys do much volunteer work? I don't do much volunteer work anymore. Uh, I used to do a lot. Kind of feel bad about that. I used to do I, a lot. I do a lot of work for free, but I That's don't do a lot of volunteer. Thing, right? yeah, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. I, I help do, out causes. Yeah. yeah, I do camp quality. That's, oh, of course. You so do. it's yeah. kind of very condensed. I do like one week. But that, that's but, that's but a the big commitment. Entire week, yeah, entire yeah. week for one week. So yeah. I kind of spread it out. Yeah. I donate blood. Does that count as volunteer work? Yeah, no. You're volunteering feels, your fluids. It feels somewhere like volunteer work. So it's a very good deed. I just I wouldn't count. Stab it. you. Okay. I, it definitely counts. Yeah. If you if yeah. you get needled, what if he's just doing it for the cookie? That's a bad idea. I like, do it for Subway. A block away has no, cookies for. But here's the trick. Cents. I do it because I have a, a really good blood type. A very uh, militant wife <laughs> who, who uh, doesn't let me eat cookies. Putting, putting it nicely. Yeah. yeah. So, but when we go to give blood, it's cookie time. I can eat whatever I want. It's cookie time. Yeah, because I need the sugar in my veins or whatever. Something. I don't know. I. You know how I discovered what I discovered recently in the last couple months? A way to get your wife to not care what you eat is to lose a bunch of weight. And then she's just like, you need to eat more. And so mm-hmm. literally there's no more, no more like, don't eat that. It's always like, okay, it's fine. Cause it works out. That, that Italian gene, she thinks she's been yeah. a, a bad wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too skinny. <laughs> well, that's great. That's our, that was our last segment. Yeah. I think uh, we've run up on time. I think that's that great. That's this might good... be our longest episode ever, it's not to be honest. Long. I hope it's not. not. Nope. Second longest uh, after last week, am I right? Well, we we want to thank Bose for sending us some beer. Um, I almost said LOL, but it's Lunchbox Ottawa. Um, <laughs> is our our sponsor last week and is is a friend of the show. We're very happy to have them on board for this month. Yeah. They're going to be sponsoring our website for the entire month. But right. uh, yes. yeah, right. go to lunchboxottawa.com to check out the service. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stay tuned. November is going to be kind of crazy. We have... We have a lot of surprises. Big guests. Uh, we have a Goliath guest. We have a new sponsor. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Lots We're of fun stuff. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm on where can people go to, to check this stuff out? Our uh, website is ottawattpodcast.com. Uh, email is mail at ottawattpodcast.com. We're on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, uh, we've been talking a bit about Instagram. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll get on that. Why don't we should just say we're on everything but Instagram. That would be quicker. Here's the thing: we're not on High we're Five or MySpace. Uh, Pinterest that's not real. <laughs> Pinterest. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Rob, what's uh, what's Audible? Audible is our sponsor. Uh, pretty much every week, we I, I I Audible is an interesting sponsor because they're an audiobook service. So you using our code uh, our URL audibletrial.com slash what you can get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook to try out the service. But we talk about it every week. And so I, I always wonder if people get like just sick of hearing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you if you are an audiobook kind of person or if you think that appeals to you, head to audibletrial.com slash what You can try a free book and try the service for 30 days. But I think a better sponsor this week would be iTunes subscript uh, iTunes reviews for the podcast. We're we're moving up the iTunes rankings. Yeah. Getting a couple of reviews from some of the listeners that have been listening for a really long time. Okay. It's super easy to leave a review. It takes like a minute or two if you go on iTunes on your computer. Yeah. It's pretty hard to do on a phone, but uh, it would really help us out. It helps people find the show and helps us mm-hmm. show up higher in, in the iTunes rankings for Ottawa. It's kind of like voting. Just do it. You voted. Just give us a rating on iTunes. It doesn't even have to be a five-star rating. No, any rating will help. Any, just a random rating. Just click the stars. If you hate the show but keep listening, give us a one-star review. But if you love it or if you like it, give us a five-star review. Why not? Bite apathy. Podcast apathy. Something just occurred to me that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, How are we going to do the the closing? Oh, someone's got to say odd of what? I say we all say it. Yeah? How do you want to say it? Uh, Verbally. That's I like that not idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. We want to thank. I want to thank uh, these guys for letting me try my new segments. Read Ottawa News, and that is the show. We'll see you next week with who is it? Someone. I, they're from Immersive Films. Coming next. Their oh, name. Stephen McReynolds. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Next week. Sorry, I, I just had no idea yeah, yeah, who yeah. it was. That's yes. fine. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. That's been our episode. Thanks for listening. Ah. Uh...